Hi there, precious kinklings. We're your friendly neighborhood kinksters, Jen and Eden. And today we are very excited because we have an extra friendly neighborhood kinkster. I don't, I don't know how friendly. Nah, he's <laughs> Introducing. Friendly. I'm Unger. That was more of a question. Yay. And Unger is I think I'm Unger. <laughs> Unger is here with us today to talk about clowns and fear play. Clownage. Hello, and welcome to the Case for Kinky podcast. This podcast discusses adult topics, so if you are offended by adult topics or are under the age of 18, please stop listening now. Also, while Miss Jen is a therapist, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not to be taken as personal therapy for you. She is not your therapist. And if she is your therapist, just remember that what she says only technically counts in your private sessions. Okay, let's get the episode started. <laughs> so before we start the interview, I just want to to start with Eden, actually. No. In uh, explaining her feelings around clowns in particular. Well, first, I've seen Unger as a clown, and I love Unger's clown. Unger's clown has never elicited this reaction from me. So Unger, you are one of the few clowns that does, does not have this reaction from me. Well, just to... Just to... And I'm... I'm trying to remember which clown you've met or if I you've think... met them both. Okay, tell me the name because I'll know. I have Bubbles and I have Topsy. I it was electricity. Both... It was electricity, so it was Topsy. Yeah, then Topsy. Because <laughs> Topsy does electricity. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Your clowns have specific topping skills. They're... Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I have met Topsy then, and I did not dislike Topsy. Topsy was fine. I think it also helps that I, I really enjoy Unger. And Topsy still looks a bit like Unger, so like I was okay. Um, but the reality is that I don't prefer clowns normally. They oh, this is that's not exactly true. I do go through phases where I watch scary movies with clowns and I get really fixated on clowns, but they really freak me out. Um, I can go through not scary farm and be fine, but I'm only fine because I'm holding my fists close to my side and trying not to hit. Um, I don't yeah, tend... that's her reaction is I'm gonna punch it in the red nose. I don't actually do that. <laughs> I understand consent and like like assault but clowns do freak me out um i'm one of those people that get scared of clowns and my fear reaction is fight instead of flight um or freeze so uh this jen likes to tell people that i punch clowns which is not true you have a desire i have a desire to fight when a clown comes up because i get angry into self-defense it's very weird um and it's the only fear response i'm aware of that 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 is like that for me. So, but I'm very excited to talk to Unger. Sorry, Unger. Dev. Unger's safe because we're on Zoom and you can't punch anyone. Well, you can punch me, but you better not. I'm not going to punch anybody. I'm just. And I'm, I'm not in makeup yes, today. I'm Unger not... is in Unger face. Yeah. So... But I thought Topsy was delightful. I enjoyed Topsy. So that's Topsy. Topsy's not really. That persona is not a scary clown. That persona is a friendly clown. That's very kinky. And that may have been um, why I enjoy Topsy. Yeah. And it's actually, there are two very different types of clowns um, top, between Topsy and Bubbles. And there's there's a number of types of clowns, and that's two of like four main categories. Um, and Topsy is kind of the sillier, less serious clown type. It's called a red face or a ghost. And they're normally the butt of the joke. So that's why he's not purposely as scary. Okay. I kind of want bubbles? to hear about the other, what are the other types of clowns now? Sorry, just think that there's four types of clowns. So we... you have your your white face, uh, which is what Bubbles is. And that's kind of the leader clown. Um, they're kind of run the circus. They're 
and that's what you generally see treated as scary clowns or the full white face uh, type of clowns. Then you have like hobo clowns, which are kind of a, an offshoot. And I haven't done my clown class in like three years. So a lot of my clown knowledge is floaty. Um, and unfortunately, I don't have it in an easy place to get to. But yeah, so so normally the the red face or the butt of the joke, the white face is the leader. Uh, and so they, they have very different personalities when I'm in those different faces. Do you want to kind of go in a chronological sense and start with where this all began does that you want to do that you think that sounds good how did how did baby unger feel about clowns was <laughs> all right i have a very clear memory i know i was less than five because of where i was living at the time that's the only way i know and i still have this memory of being at the circus and being up in the front row and not seeing this clown walk around the corner and then pop up in front of me oh <laughs> like literally from nowhere popped out of nowhere and then waved at me and for a minute i was like what the oh it's kind of cool and that was <laughs> that's nightmare <laughs> this fuel. Is with all the other circus stuff going on and this is suddenly my focus is this one clown that for some reason popped up in front of me there were people on both sides but it was just me that he popped up from was that this beginning as far i mean that's i was like i said i was less than five years old so that's and, and i know not exactly a clown, but I remember having like a Raggedy Andy doll as a kid, uh, oh, going as Raggedy those. Andy as a very young age, probably even around that time or before that. So that kind of combined because there are very similar features. Raggedy Andy's less in the uh, uh, the Uncanny Valley than a clown, but still. And then after that, but not not long after that, watching Bozo the Clown growing. That was like my favorite show when I was, I don't know, seven. You just had like an early love and fascination with them. Yeah, but then I remember, you know, dressing as clowns for Halloween as a kid frequently. And then as I got into darker things in my mind, they mixed up. And then the It miniseries came out at some point when I was fairly young. I think that was still the 80s, maybe early 90s. We'll look it up. I'm, I'm actually looking it up. Right <laughs> oh, you are? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it was 1990. So I was okay. right. On. So I was still a kid when that came out. So that definitely had an effect. Uh, with Tim Curry's portrayal of it. And then later on, it's like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I love that movie. It's silly. Um, and I just sit there and laugh through the whole thing. And that is where, you know, you go for the nose with clowns because that's how you kill them. <laughs> it's like a shark. Yeah. <laughs> so um, before we move on, I actually, you were looking up the um, the It movie. And then I decided while you were doing that to look up the well, Four the Types of Clowns. The miniseries. Yeah, sorry, the miniseries because yeah. the movie is different. That's that's more modern. Yeah. Um, so I found the white face. Yeah. The August and the character. So is yeah. the August the red-faced one? Yes. And then the character is the fourth one that we were looking at because Hobo was different. Yeah. The tramp or the Hobo clown is different. It's interesting. So the character is the fourth one missing. Um, I had a question about clowns before we move forward as well. Yeah. I had heard something that I wanted to know if you could verify. Because um, when you mentioned like your circus clown experience as a kid, I'm assuming that circus clown was meant to be friendly, not meant to be terrifying. Um, they usually don't mean to be terrifying, but yeah. normally they paint rounded. And I heard that in the clown community of people who clown for fun, they only do rounded shapes on their face and they frown upon doing sharp, angular lines with their makeup. So is that true? And also, yeah. do you use that in yes. your clowning? Okay. Bubbles has some, some sharp points. Around the eyes, it kind of looks like speech bubbles mm -hmm. and so they come down to a sharp point and that's done on purpose because bubbles is supposed to be scary oh my gosh but so we would never find <laughs> and, oh sorry and topsy doesn't have 
really sharp point. Also, one eyebrow on bubbles is it comes up to a sharp point and down. Oh man. So we would never find asymmetry like that or sharp points on like a professional generally like no. circus clown. But we would if so if somebody sees a clown on the street and they're not scared because for whatever reason, but then they get close enough to see sharp points, then they should be scared. <laughs> Are you the, looking for signs of when you should run? And... The dangerous street clown that hides under the car to grab your ankles is the one with the sharp points. Um, not always. Don't I, I? I wouldn't say if they're round to not assume they're dangerous. Oh, yeah. Are you oh, telling see? me that even yeah. rounded makeup? You never oh, know. There's no such thing as a non-dangerous clown. Okay, cool, cool. Right. Okay, let's move on. Right. Uh -huh. And this is from not just me, but from other kinky clowns. I know we both know at least one, but I know others in other areas I, found, I ran into one here oh uh gosh. since i moved of course of course um, actually two <laughs> clown attracts clown yep. <laughs> let me ask the next question <laughs> jeez well i kind of want to know more about your clown personas mm -hmm. in terms of their specific i know you've talked a little bit about kind of what they look like and yep. generally you know where they're coming from but can you talk a little bit more about sort of how you developed those personas and um, kind of what what do they eat children oh neither of them are they like 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 it why don't, why don't we no. just let him describe them first and okay. then you can ask more specifics i guess uh, it, part of it goes through just phases of it, really part of it comes through phases of whatever kink i mean you guys have known me long enough you've seen me go through cycles where i do this for a long time and then i go over and do this for a while <laughs> and then i go do this so i was doing more fire when i started bringing bubbles out to events and stuff um so bubbles does mostly fire and knife play some cutting but not necessarily needles per se so that was just kind of what i was doing as that developed and so that's where it came from so yeah bubbles walks around with you know I, i'll have straight razors for bubbles which a lot of people have a fear of straight razors just because of how they're generally portrayed i actually shave with them so i just to me it's just something <laughs> i use day to day but a lot of people see a straight razor as a scary thing fire of course is scary to a lot of people so that's where kind of bubbles came from and kind of the maniacal use of fire and, and sharp objects when i get into the mode of bubbles i tend to let a little more of me that's on the sadistic side that i don't that i usually hold back even when playing even when being sadistic i let a little more out oh bubbles your name is misleading <laughs> definitely misleading <laughs> So what about Topsy? How did Topsy come about? That was, we wanted to do something different for some event. And I was doing electrical play for that event. Um, and it was, it was a weird event because it was more an adult event than a kink event, but they were bringing kink into it. And that's what we were doing. So I wanted to be able to get people's attention and stuff. <laughs> so I already had the clown kink, but I didn't want to get super scary. So I didn't want bubbles to be the one out. And so Topsy does whips and electricity mostly. Um, and it kind of, I was doing just cracking single tails out at the event for people to go, what's, what's that sound? What's going on? And they come <laughs> over and see us and go, oh, this is cool. It did work to attract attention. And then electrical play, people are always going to, you know, tend to go toward. And it's for some reason less scary than fire. 
So, and Topsy <laughs> was there in an educational role. The name, if you know, it's kind of, it's kind of demented and twisted using that name for that clown because I'm named after an elephant. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Oh, you know this then. Yes, because I've seen Bob's Burgers. Yes. So where Topsy the elephant gets electrocuted. It, what? Topsy, Topsy does electricity. Remember Topsy and Thomas I've seen Edison? Bob's Burgers, but I'm not remembering. There's an episode where Topsy and Thomas Edison have like, they, 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 they rewrite it, it, it into a love story. Yeah. And then Louise comes in and it's like, actually Topsy was murdered. And then like almost yeah. electrocutes Gene. Yeah. And that's based on <laughs> historically Edison wasn't even involved in electricity anymore, but it was the Edison film company and he didn't even own that from my understanding, but I could be wrong on that. But yeah, there's a whole history. You you, under, you know that there is history there. And that's why I went yeah. with that name because I'm doing electricity, particularly AC electricity, which was Tesla's electricity while <laughs> under the name Topsy. Oh, it's pretty fucked up. I yeah, hilarious though. Really funny. Really so funny. I feel like for our listeners who haven't met you in person, Lucky. I feel like <laughs> that's not true. No, hunger is <laughs> delightful. I feel like they could use a brief description of Unger because as they try to imagine you as a clown, your build and height and like that definitely is a part of it. Can you just give a brief description? So uh, Unger is six four six five depending on what how good my posture is that day let's see last i weighed i'm about 425 right now i played football in high school and in college i was a shot putter hammer thrower discus thrower um i still lift weights although not as frequently as i should in any way shape or form so i'm not a small individual by any <laughs> stretch of the imagination uh when people say you make a better door than you do a window my shoulders actually literally fill a standard doorway um <laughs> So yes, I do make a better door than I do a window. So yeah, I'm not I'm not small. So you would have to add to that build, uh, also beard, mustache, glasses, usually smoking a cigar at events and things like that. Weird thing, the 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 clowns have their own smoking things too. Topsy smokes really really comically wide cigars. Yes, <laughs> excellent. That's amazing. And Bubbles tends to smoke thinner cigars for some odd reason. I just got into a habit of that. <laughs> it's what I was smoking one day and it looked good. It looked better because um, a lot of times when I'm in Bubbles, I'll wear like a suit. So just a solid black mm -hmm. suit just to add to the, the, the. Ambience. No, no ambience. ambience. <laughs> the, the, the intimidation. I was going to say um, intimidation. factor. Yeah. The intimidation factor. Cause that's kind of bubbles it's very intimidating scary you know i walk into a room i'm wearing a a, you know, a suit and full clown face and a nose actually uh i even have a black nose for bubbles uh which is not the normal so it kind of throws people seeing that as well hairs when i'm with bubbles hair is completely slicked back uh and just gelled straight back just to look as intimidating as possible I wanted to comment on that because one, if if possible, I would love to ask for any pictures we can link to, or just like if you're comfortable sharing your FET profile, if there are pictures of the clowns there, I'd love to share that in our show notes. But if not, it's okay. Um, but I love the character building that you've done because to me, when I hear this attention to detail, one, I'm fascinated that you built these basically these skins that you get to occupy where you can pour parts of yourself into these roles, mm -hmm. and it's it's 
fantastic. It's fantastical. There's something that's so creative about this type of play. And it's so amazing to see this darker, these darker pieces of you that you get to really bring out to the surface. And I love the character design that you've done to allow yourself to really connect to those, to those clowns. Yeah. I'll think about it. I'll see if I have any, I don't you certainly don't I, need to. I, I just, know I have some of, and there, ugh, I don't think I have any, I'll see. I'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> so I want to get into how these clowns enter into your scenes. If they do, do you, cause I've seen you in those personas doing like demo booths and tastings and things like that. Do these personas come in when you're doing individual scenes with people? They do. If a person is up for it and that is rare. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's clowns are scary. <laughs> Especially bubbles. One of the problems that I have with bringing them out. Overall, yes, if I can't do it into a scene, I will. Whether that's at a private setting or at a dungeon, yes, I will. Uh, my primary partner is terrified of clowns. And so it doesn't happen at home very often. It doesn't happen at home ever. And actually out here, my only other, I have one other play part, kind of regular play partner out here. And they are also unhappy with clowns. So, yeah. <laughs> unhappy, unhappy. <laughs> by the way for those listening Unger um moved away sadness that's why he keeps saying out here um, yeah. because <laughs> he moved away I won't say where I don't want anybody you know to try to find you but um they're they're welcome to I, I mean I, I'm in Texas now I was in California I'm now in Texas um I will be back in California December for a bit I feel like you should so. definitely bring your clown persona out in December I think that that's the right time to kind of jar people because they're not expecting a clown at that point like yes October maybe a little November you come in December as a clown oh my gosh if <clears throat> oh my I got too excited um if you're here and it's any of my parties that do tasting booths and you want to come as a clown in a Santa Claus hat that would be amazing yes. Santa Santa clown, yes. yeah yes <laughs> I could do that. So when you're using, when you're in your clown persona for scenes, yep. is it really focused on using that, those personas for the intention of fear? Are they used in other ways in scenes or is it more based around fear play? If it's, it depends, if it's, if it's bubbles, it is to not just add fear, but to kind of, I don't know the best way to describe it. It kind of like I, like I did mention earlier, though, it, it drops some of the filters that my brain puts in to keep me from being the monster that I can be. When I put on that makeup and get into that mode, I will be more sadistic than I will be in a normal scene. To a point that it almost gets to, to scare me, but not quite to that point, just to the edge of that point instead of a comfortable distance from that point. Interesting. I just had a visual of you turning and there being a mirror in the room and going, ah, that's not what you meant. I know, but it's a... Yeah, silly image. <laughs> but kind of. It's more like I'm looking in the mirror and it's not me. It's somebody else. And I can be into that person, that entity's brain, not just mine. Very cool. Oh, the psychology yeah. of it all. Yep. But yeah, Topsy's, on the other hand, wants to be friendly, wants to be nice, is trying to be helpful. So <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't be, I wouldn't go into the fear side with Topsy. Um, okay. Other than working with someone who is afraid of electricity and doesn't want to do electricity and has never done electricity before. And this sounds like somebody that might be talking to you right now at a certain time, sometime in the distant past. It was getting me. them. Yes, it was. <laughs> I don't remember. And I'm I, sorry. It's okay. I do. <laughs> and I was in topsy mode yeah. and we did the tens unit. Um, 
and you were worried about it, but we ended up doing it. You were fine. Yeah. And see what's and, remarkable is I approached the clown for this and yes. I will see, I, I faced my fear because it was also Unger under the clown. I was like, it's okay. Yeah. Cause inside of Topsy is Unger. So it's okay. And also electricity. <laughs> I think that's why for me, clown. well, I don't know. I haven't played with a clown, like in clown mode. Um, but I feel like when I'm around clowns, I'm not usually having too much of a fear reaction unless they're trying to scare me no. but i find it's more masks that freak me out yeah and i can oh. say that because we just had our halloween kinky karaoke party and one of the staff members always goes into his like masked creepy ass personas and it freaks me the the, the entire party i'm very aware of where <laughs> he is at all times and i'm staying away <laughs> so yeah. yeah i think it's because i can see the human somewhat even though it's covered in makeup yeah. and yeah redirecting back to top scene bubbles you were mentioning how you can kind of really sink into their personas and i'm also categorizing the fact that you had brought up like white faces run the circus whereas like a red face or whatever the other name for that yeah. was Augusta. they they can be more friendly right yeah in your mind are Topsy and Bubbles a part of the same circus like if in your mind if you imagine them as existing outside of yourself do they live in the same place I've never been asked that and I've never put thought of it, but um, because that circus would be my brain, yes. It's fascinating. Do you think, does Topsy like Bubbles or is Topsy afraid of Bubbles? No, Topsy's not afraid of pretty much anybody, so yeah. It's really interesting. But I'm Topsy curious, knows yeah. that Bubbles can do more damage than Topsy. Yeah. I'm curious about how your clowns would interact with each other only because they both come from you. And I love the idea that they're at the same circus. Uh, and I also love the idea that Bubbles is this ringleader in your circus. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Top Topsy's just kind of walking around on the outsides that kind of entertaining people or. Now I'm having fight club images. <laughs> no, no, no. I, and, and Clown club. It, it's, I mean, they are parts of me and there are aspects of how I am. Topsy would be wandering around saying hi to everybody, being friendly. When I used to be like head DM and always DMing and always at the club and stuff like that, and I'd be more watchful and more kind of keeping an eye out for things to, that might go wrong, uh, I more just kind of sit back in the corner and I'm quiet into myself. That's more the bubble side. Uh, Bubbles is going to sit back until he can find a moment, but kind of flipping it until he finds the right moment to step in. And that would be the best moment to scare you. And that's when Bubbles is going to step in. So in talking about your clown personas, have they, how have they, because I'm assuming they have, but I shouldn't assume, but how have they evolved over time? Topsy is just more me being funny, fun and having fun. So Topsy really hasn't evolved. Plus it's my newer one. And when I'm in Topsy, I can be more outgoing and friendly. I, I don't know what it is, but I put that, the makeup on. I don't know if it's like, okay, this is my job today and I have to get it done. So I'm going to do it. And Therefore, I'm going to be more outgoing and friendly and in the middle of things, but that's just how it is. So that hasn't really changed. Bubbles has gotten meaner. So it just started off with, <laughs> hey, I'm going to be a clown and I'm going to do fire to, I'm going to push this fire and this knife play a lot further than I generally would to, I'm actively going to try to make this person viscerally fear me when I'm in this persona. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Bubbles has gone gone darker and darker as I've gone. <laughs> Yeah. Which actually leads perfectly into the next question, which is what are some of the different reactions you've gotten to Topsy and Bubbles? Overall, other than one random per person at 
that first event where Topsy came up that actually had a fear of clowns went running away. Topsy generally doesn't get a bad reaction, and um, it's the clown that people are going to go, I don't really like clowns, but I'm okay with you, so let's go and talk about doing something. <laughs> Can confirm. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> I've had people having fun conversations and just, when I'm in bubbles mode, trying to include me, and I just look at them and they stop and, and walk away. Um <laughs> But that, and that's the reaction that I wanted. I mean, it's not even directly, I mean, yeah, it was at, at a at a dungeon, but it wasn't part of a scene. And I do have some troubles with that with both of them, but more with bubbles of non-consensually triggering people. And I don't mean to ever, but it happens. Uh, one time at one of the unconferences, I w was doing a clown play class and I walked out of it and... Apparently just walking out of it triggered somebody and I was in Bubbles face that day because there's more clowny stuff, I guess, more full white face. People recognize that as a clown more mm. to I, I got really good at getting the makeup off really quick at that event because, yeah, I had people like apparently I really triggered some people. Mm. Um, so I do get that and, and I do feel bad when it happens and I don't want it to happen. Uh, but I really enjoy what happens when I do want it to happen. Yeah. Um, on that <laughs> note, I actually, I wanted to jump in to speak very, very briefly about a little bit of research I've done on this subject, um, which is essentially that the fear of clowns is in, in many senses more modern and it, it did come about with some of these more scary clown movies that hit. So oh, yeah. like the, the It miniseries was a huge influence in people having chlorophobia. Um, there was also an, a time period where people were walking on the streets dressed as scary clowns deliberately kind of to troll people. And that really actually caused a Burning lot up of up in fear. Bakersfield. Yeah, it, it really scares people. Um, I think they actually made it illegal in certain areas because yeah. um, some of the clown, people dressed as clowns may have actually been committing crimes. Yeah, they, they were. Yeah. Um, people, people's fear of clowns has just ratcheted up. Um, and it's funny because I feel like it is a huge reason why, but an entire generation of people, primarily millennials and a little bit younger too. So there's a, there's a range between, I think, Gen X and millennials that are just terrified of clowns. Um, even though you Unger are saying, I simply am existing in bubbles makeup. I'm not actually being aggressive towards people or doing anything. Oh, yeah. Some people just see a clown and they freak out. Um, so <laughs> there is this more recent history of clowns being frightening and it is possible that clowns might be less scary for for generations that are coming in but likely this is here to say chlorophobia is now this widespread um not yeah. panic but very very common fear for a lot of people it, running around yeah no it, it very much is um and actually i think it was circus vargas that started if somebody actually came in and talked about actually having a fear of clowns they would actually let them come in and watch the clowns get ready so and, and this again kind of goes with what we talked about where you knew me ahead of time you knew what i looked like yeah. ahead of time so you were able to put that together um i want to say it was circus vargas was the first one to really do that uh back when circuses were still a thing well and clowns performed a really important role for a long time if you look at a lot of operas there's a character called pierrot yeah. that essentially is a clown and we yeah. also go all the way back into fools for kings i mean clowns are mm -hmm. a critical part of our culture even if today a lot of our clowns are comedians and they don't dress up this way yeah. this is a, a very like classic uh subversion of human behavior and also a way to laugh at ourselves so clowns clowns are really cool but now they're terrifying and that's that's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's and you were just saying there's a lot of comedians that do in all aspects other than putting on makeup 
are clowns. Yeah. Every single thing they do comes straight out of classic clown antics. Well, and when we look at what the jester's job is to kind of, um, the jester's yeah. the only person who can make fun of the king, right? Yep. So when we see somebody flipping the norm up and we look now at how you, Unger, are using clowns to get at the underbelly of something that you don't often look at in yourself, how you can become afraid of bubbles, there's this other kind of fascinating flipping or like subversion or role reversal going on with clowns used in a kinky or sadistic context that is a really fascinating way to use a clown archetype no agreed that is something that like when i do clown class i actually touch on the history it's like almost every culture there's some sort of fool uh the perot um again classic um i'm drawing the blank of the other one in the opera um, oh i'll look it up here i'll find out um, there's, they're usually paired together there's usually they interact with each other. The Harlequin. The, yeah, there's a Harlequin, but there's a particular opera. Um, it's a short opera that's usually played with another. <laughs> is it Ivan the Fool? No, it's Pagliacci. Yeah, Pagliacci is is the um, is an opera about clowns, uh, yeah. and it's a short opera, so it's usually paired with uh, another opera. But it's um, yeah, it's basically a clown kills people. It's great. That's well, so great. actually, so the fear of clowns then would have happened back in the. 1892 is when that premiered. <laughs> so if you yeah. want to find out what this is, it's as as Unger said, it's called Pagliacci, mm -hmm. the Italian opera from 1892 about clowns. Well, and it probably, the fear of clowns probably started to be more widespread when things like, you know, TV and movies were a thing, got to a wider audience. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. You know, both of the clown. When I was a kid, we didn't have cable, but my grandparents did. So I could only watch it when I was at their place in the summer, but we always watched that. And it was it was funny and they it wasn't scary, but I had friends that wouldn't watch it because they were scared of clowns even back then. And that was before it came out. Yeah. It's not all its fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to get really meta and we look at people being afraid of clowns, if clowns really stand in for a subversion of norms and for also like kind of a calling out of the elite. We're looking at people being afraid of their own shadow, essentially, when we're afraid mm -hmm. of clowns. I, to my credit, just find the enlarged features frightening. So like the big shoes and like just the way that it's kind of like a funhouse mirror as a person that can freak me out. But I think also maybe there is an inherent fear of that dark side. There's a lack of trust for me in clowns because I yeah. understand that we're toying with for most people who are in clown form, we're, we're toying with something inside of ourselves that normally we don't access. So there's also a fascination in me when I see clowns. Clearly, as I've done some research, I, I deal with this by just getting really close and then running away. And then I typically will <laughs> ask punching. people, anytime I leave any building, I'll say, hey, can you watch me to make sure a clown doesn't grab me from under the car? And people are like, oh my God, she's so funny. And then on the inside, I'm like, no, really. <laughs> Yeah. Make sure there's not a clown under my car. Um, now, luckily, or in the back seat. I don't fit under cars, but back seats, you know, that's how. Oh, good. Something new to uh, worry about. I think I just urinate <laughs> and have like a small heart incident. I don't want to say okay. a heart attack, but there'd be a heart incident if, okay. if that happened. I'm too I'm, I'm also thinking about American Horror Story now. Sorry, I put that in your head. I didn't ever finish that one. There's a whole American Horror Story thing where the main character is just really scared of clowns and then it's also mm -hmm. stalked by them. And I watched one episode of it and one went, this is not the best. It's not going to be the best. And also, <laughs> no, I'm not yes. going to watch the rest of this. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about being a clown? You can give more than one, I guess. I, I really, it's <laughs> it's one, not being me, being this other persona, uh, either one really, and and just kind of, delving into that and dropping some of some of my inhibitions by taking on this other persona with bubbles the other one is scaring everybody you like to see the fear in others i do i i and, and that's you know that's more i i don't again walking down the street although 
there was an incident. Uh, Fisty and I were going to see Killer Clowns from Outer Space at a movie theater. Fisty is another clown, by the way, in case you're yes. wondering. <laughs> and, and, and I know you all know yes. Fisty. That's why I am using. So, yeah. So we were going I actually, actually haven't met Fisty. I'm excited to meet okay. Fisty. I'm really hoping Fisty will show up at uh, a party later this month, but I, I so. have not met Fisty yet. Okay. So yeah. we're hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Fisty and I walking down the street. Um, going to a movie theater to see Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That had I'm the guys just like visualizing this. This is this is but this is Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> just to add to the fun. Um, so, in some ways we fit in, and in other ways we really don't. We actually had people come up to us and go, "I'm sorry to interrupt you or to bother you, but I just wanted to let you know you've really scared me." <laughs> I love that they come up to you to tell you. <laughs> You're terrifying me. Thanks. Uh, I just love the reality of like, I'm really scared. So I'm going to walk up to the clowns. That right. Because I'm just kind of like, you that's know what? hilarious. If you want to die in a and... horror movie, that's what you do. And I'm like, if you are really right scared, you would not walk up to the clowns. So yeah, I just. Yeah, we, 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 we thank them and we were very polite. Yeah. Thank, thank you. We're so happy that we frightened you. And boo. <laughs> and then we had uh one of the cheeto brothers call us out during the movie that's awesome uh, so the guys that created killer clowns from outer space they were all there it was like an anniversary or something oh and cool they were actually at it and you don't recognize directors generally and mm -hmm. producers of movies so we're sitting there at the beginning and someone says hey is that seat taken i'm like no feel free and then they're like okay we need to call up the cheeto brothers um who the guys created it. and the guy next to us stands up and we're like We've been standing next to the guy that made the movie that affected us so much that we we're dressing. Oh, oh my god, that's awesome! And then we're he's, he's talking. The one that was sitting next to us, it's like, you know, we're so I'm so happy that this movie, you know, affects has had a lasting effect on some of you. And he points out some of you guys more than others. That's amazing. That's fantastic. So, oh, what a great know, story! That's I've never awesome. seen that um, movie, but I I know it exists, and now I kind of want to watch it. I'm now getting you know right, what, this, Halloween night. The, oh yes this so, has gotten me to want to one make my own clown persona because the best way to ward off clowns is to become one because then they yeah. don't know that you are a regular person they think you're a clown and so they don't scare you they ask you to help scare other people it's a perfect plan but you also blend in like acting like, like you're dead when yeah, there's yeah like um um sean of the dead that's they they perfect but the point is we should watch out on halloween because now unger has me wanting to watch the movie hey, as long as you promise not to wake my ass up when you have nightmares later you you may so, be woken up yeah the the one of the nice things about that is it is so overly done it the clowns don't really fall into part of the fear of the phys, the physical fear actually you mentioned earlier um is the same thing with mannequin it falls on the same thing as like porcelain dolls mannequins what's called the uncanny valley where yes. when something gets too close to looking human but isn't human enough robots get this a lot uh polar express the movie uh yeah. failed because of this it it freaks people out and then it gets stop freaking people out when it looks human the clowns and killer clowns from outer space were so cartoonish that that mm. really isn't an issue you think it wouldn't be um <laughs> but what will likely happen on halloween night unger is that you will receive a call okay it will be from miss jen and she will okay. say look what you've done and then i'll say unger i'm afraid of clowns and you'll be like great um, this is a great treat for me <laughs> so if you one thing we haven't discussed we kind of focused on the fear there's more to the clown thing for me if you want me to go into a yeah, little yes. another oh, side note on there uh you mentioned having color phobia mm -hmm. i t actually 
am attracted to clowns. That's cool. Oh, what's that called? Colorophilia. Um, I've actually had so there's actually a scene in there with 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 girl clowns. It's kind of kind of cute. Um, <laughs> I've actually had people where I suddenly find myself finding them attractive because they are in clown makeup. That's so or that cool. may not have been the case before. I think that's fascinating too, because what you're, again, if we go, I mean, this is, I'm over here psychoanalyzing everything, but huh? when what you're also well, drawing on is not just, <laughs> not just the makeup, but also that's a part of that person that is being put more forward that mm -hmm. it probably has something sadistic about it, but maybe not. Um, yeah. And then you get to kind of interact with that part of that person. I, I love that. That's so cool. Is it the yeah. attraction to the person in their clown persona or is it a physical, a more of a physical no, attraction? There, there's actually a physical attraction because it's not all clown personas not everyone gets even into a clown persona yeah. but it's actually a for some reason i am attracted to a point in the uncanny valley that other people find not yeah i get that because i feel like my phobia is borderline because again i go through phases of wanting to avoid it and then needing to be really really invested in it like i'm very very drawn and i'm also really freaked out it's both it's like a really huh. interesting i will say like i've seen some female clowns that i'm like that's freaking adorable there's some hot there's some hot clowns in general i i get yes. it i get i get this <laughs> um so yeah it's not just the clown thing isn't just fear it's actually a kink on its own oh for sure do you find that a lot of people that you've i don't know if you can answer this because you can really only speak to yourself with authority but do you find that there is because there is fear involved for a lot of others that it, it plays into the love aspect or the attraction aspect as well like is there an aspect of like i'm attracted to the fact that this is so powerful that it gets such a strong reaction i'm trying to think if i've ever received that reaction because again i can't really speak for other people so i really don't know on that what do you think what do i think well i mean <laughs> i think i know for oh i'll speak to myself i am always drawn to things that as long as they're not actually dangerous, I'm drawn to things that get a strong reaction out of me. Okay. So like I am, I, I have done a crazy amount of research with clowns. I'm very aware of the clown movie that I want to watch, but I'm too scared to watch it because I know it's going to give one? me nightmares. Wow. Cloin. Cloin, the one where he wears the mask and it becomes his persona and he like tries to eat children. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. That one, I, I researched it. I read the entire Wikipedia page, so I can't be distracted. I, I did this years ago and I decided like, if I watch this, I won't sleep but I watched the preview like 30 times. Um, I've seen it and it too multiple times. Like I, it's one of my favorite horror movies and I don't know okay. how it can be that I'm so scared of clowns, but only want to watch horror movies with them in it. So like for me, it's, that's what I mean. Like it's that perfect pinpoint between I'm terrified and I have to go forward and towards this thing. Although I would not go up to a clown on the street that scares me and tell them they scare me. I would not because I'm like, I don't know who that clown is and I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm just going to watch from a distance. But I would be watching from a distance being like, ooh, a clown. Well, and that, that actually flows really perfectly into the next question, which I do want to say, though, on that line, it makes sense, you know, especially when we talk about kinksters, so much of what we do, whether it's clowns or fear play or just impact or any any of the things that we do i think so much of it is we we understand and can dive into the feelings and even physical reactions that those things evoke in us mm -hmm. you know so it, it makes sense um speaking of not going up to the ones on the street because you don't know what's going to happen i don't know that street clown i'm not going up to that street clown <laughs> Let's talk about, you know, it brought me into the realm of like consent and negotiation. So when you are negotiating for a scene that may include either just straight up fear play 
and or including one of the clowns, um, what are the differences in terms of not only what you might include in the negotiation, um, what you need to talk about? So if people are interested in, you know, delving into mm-hmm. this, what are the things they need to keep in mind, as well as how does aftercare and debriefing look different? It partially depends on where we're doing something, because if if it's, for an example, one of the events I usually and, and we're actually trying to do one here, uh, like kinky carnival type events where I'm actually there throughout the day as a clown doing sideshow acts and stuff like that, hammering nails in my brain and throwing pies in people's face. Uh, <laughs> I'm already in that phase. Uh, they're aware that I'm already in that phase and I'm already there. So it's kind of like, okay, you're negotiating with me as the clown at that point. If if it was like, if we didn't do so ahead of time, and that would also be a factor of, is this ahead of time negotiation or like pickup play negotiation? Um, and I don't do much pickup play, so I can't speak a lot on that. And because of that, normally because I'm negotiating ahead of time, I will ask, it's like, hey, does me wearing, because sometimes it's like the nose bothers people more than anything else. Does me wearing the bulbous nose bother you or or do you want me to not wear it? Because if so, I'll just draw a circle on my nose. I'll add, I mean, if they want to do, if there's, if specifically a clown is involved, I'll discuss the clowns, their personas, what they do, what, like what they don't like, et cetera. Um, I'll do, and I kind of negotiate it a lot like I negotiate like chemical play. You know, once I do this, I can't just suddenly stop. It, it takes time to remove the makeup. You're going to be right. stuck with it. If you freak out, I can't just, you know, snap <laughs> my fingers and make the make the face go away. There's right. not much we can do. Just like if I do something with, you know, capsaicin. Yep. Once it hits <laughs> something, it's not going to stop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're stuck. Um, so they need just to be very, very aware of that. It, it's more that type of thing where I'm going, if we go down this road, we can't stop. I mean, yes, yeah. if you say put you no know, no more fire or you call red on the scene, that's fine. But that doesn't I until you're okay, I'm not taking the makeup off. Right. Yeah. Now some a lot of times for aftercare I will take the makeup off if that's what they need. And sometimes that is needed because they'll associate the clan with the sadisticness and then me with not that bad. So they'll would rather have the the aftercare with me. But yeah, I'll just, you know, if, if you can't if the clown's going to be an issue or could be, a, it, you know, the combination of it with something else could be a trigger. I'll frequently just say, hey, we can't do that because I can't take it off. Do you ever do like mini, like mini scenes or experiences if somebody's not sure about a full oh, yeah. scene with it? Okay. Yeah. I, and again, a, a good place with that. I've done like casters dressed as the clowns where that kind of, makes it a little bit better i mean normally i'm gonna be people will be knowing that i'm gonna be doing it it's like hey i'm gonna be the clown this night we don't have to play if you just want to sit and talk we can do that mm-hmm. um sometimes that's all that's needed and I've, I've actually had people take me up on that i've had people ask say hey i'm afraid of clowns can we do a scene with you as a clown and it never came to fruition but on the other side with just the fear play i've actually had people afraid of fire and we did fire like once a month for uh, uh, many, many months, six, seven, seven months, just so they could get more comfortable with fire. Cause that's what they wanted to get over their fear. Um, so, and sometimes it can help with that. I, I'm also afraid of fire. I have done a little <laughs> bit, tiny, tiny bit of fire play and I really love it. Um, I just, I find very few things that frighten me. And so fear is interesting to me because I tend to very much trust, obviously my tops. So it's hard to be afraid of someone you trust. 
Um, yeah. But I think even if I trusted a clown, I would still be scared of the movie scene. <laughs> so, well, this 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 question is just, it's kind of on the same note of what's happening in scenes. Basically, what if any difficulties have come up as a result of clowns in scenes? And I would also like to add, what are some of your most positive and favorite memories of doing the clown with someone else? I would like to hear both. Okay. And end with uh, the end with the highlights because apparently we want to end yeah. on a positive note. It's a positive and fun <laughs> note. So difficulties again primarily is someone not in the scene being triggered by it. Mm, yeah. Um, whether it's like the the massive one where they actually complained to the event organi organizers uh, because I was doing the class and it was on the board that was doing the class, but I walked out the room and somebody saw me and it caused a big thing. Um, and I had no intention on doing that, but it did. Um, so that's kind of the, that's the biggest difficulty is non-consensually triggering somebody or, or just, all right, now I'm getting in my own head and this is getting weird <laughs> oh, for no. me. Uh, no, 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 it's cool. It's, it's cool. But being a, just expand, I, and I haven't really thought about this and I'm just now thinking about this. It kind of expands on me being me day to day. I have had experiences just as me walking down the street where people have literally seen me coming, walked across the street to get away from me and walk back after I've passed them. Mm. Just because I'm big and this was actually when I had long hair too. So I was wearing all black that day, just happened to be, it was raining. Um, so you see that walking down the street and people literally walked away from me to get away from me. So it just kind of adds to, it's just kind of just like the clown, especially bubbles just pushes Kinks that I normally don't push as far as I do, it kind of pushes that whole aspect of me a little bit further. Of just walking around, I scare people. Oh, and that's you're so sweet. Well, <laughs> I do want to say in dungeon settings, it, it it makes sense that somebody who doesn't expect the clown to be someplace might have an yeah. alarmed reaction to a clown. Yeah. But also, when we go into dungeons, people always dress up in different types of things. We see things yeah. that are unexpected. So I feel like while it's completely important to acknowledge that, yeah, people are going to have a reaction to seeing a clown, especially if it's a scarier looking one. I don't know that it's the fault of the clown for existing. And I feel like you right. bringing this up kind of points out, like, it's okay for people to exist. If you were mm -hmm. going up to people as the clown and non-consensually scaring the shit out of them um, on purpose, like yeah. startling them or like getting in their space or touching them without consent, that would be a problem, but that's not what you're doing. So nope. it's unfortunate that this, kink which is also a really fascinating way for you to explore this part of yourself exactly. is so poorly received just by you standing there so yeah. i do want to say i have a lot of compassion for that because i actually one i would love to see bubbles but two um that's weird that somebody would complain at an event where you were teaching a class and you were a clown like what did you think was going to yeah. happen you're going to clown class and there's no clowns there no no no. it was after he walked out of the room into the main area but you still knew there was a clown class in the building well, yeah you might see a clown well <laughs> yeah well it was an unconference so they didn't know until a couple hours before but still yeah, yeah. it was on the board yeah um well, it's so interesting, though, the parallel just with you as Unger and your presence <laughs> just kind of like it's fascinating and also sad. Like, I just got an image of a sad clown, like just you existing <laughs> causes people because you are you are a large man. Um, <laughs> but I know that you're awesome, um, but other people might not know that. And to have that experience when you're not in. Yeah your clown persona it's very interesting 
Very interesting parallel. Okay. So to end on a more upbeat note, if possible, I would love to hear a favorite scene or some favorite moments you've had as, as a clown. All right. Just because you, you had mentioned how, you know, things that come to my mind. I don't know how long it's been since I, we did the taster of electricity with you. Probably five years ago. Yeah. Right. And that still just pops in my brain that I remember even the, primarily we use the TENS unit. So there's one for you. Aw, that's <laughs> so oh, sweet. You're part of happy. his favorite memories. That makes me feel so warm and happy. And I, I'll <laughs> tell you, like, that was two fears for me, but I, yeah. you were a very approachable clown. I try. Um, there was a particular kinky carnival where I was in clown all day long. Um, and I did turn things around. Uh, I was coordinator at the time. So with the coordinator challenge, I actually let people throw pies in my face. Um, awesome. <laughs> and spray seltzer bottles in my face because those are very clown things to do. Having people show up to the clown classes that I've done where they are afraid of clowns and they're like, I have a fear of clowns. I want to try to get over it. So that's why I'm here. And actually having them come out with it, it's like, I, I still don't like the way they look. It still freaks me out, but I understand now why I don't like it. Yeah. So I'm a little better. Nice. I'm, a little better. I'm not going to run as quickly. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might skip away. <laughs> yeah. Just people realizing the fun that you can have with it. I'll do things like bondage with uh, the animal balloons, the animal twisty balloons. Awesome. <laughs> now, if it's if it's bubbles, I'm going to pop those on them so they snap down oh after they're blown up. Well, <laughs> generally of doesn't do that. And using the same concept, you can make gags, and if they bite too hard, it's going to pop in their face. That's amazing. Dying. And okay. <laughs> just, there are so many different kinks that you can incorporate into, you can, you know, food, bondage, impact. It, it kind of just is, it's a layer to add on top of pretty much any scene that you want to do. I feel like it'd be so much fun to do all of those things that you described, but to kind of stage it and do it as a show, because <laughs> I feel like clowns are performers. So to actually like have a, a small troop of clowns doing this type of stuff we, on stage would be fucking amazing. That's kind of how the, the, my, the clown classes I've done work. That's so cool. And I mean, to the extent one of the, I'm going to say this and you guys are going to probably reel at the idea, but I actually have done forced clownification. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, and by the way, so we, we've done an interview with Veronica Kestrel on dollification. And yeah. I actually, I love the combination because I've done clown makeup recently on myself to ward clowns off at the last kinky carnival we went to, but I really liked the way it looked and I'm starting, I'm not joking around. I may make a clown persona just because I'm interested. It's, it sounds like a okay. name. Well, Unger's love of it. You know, this is what happens every time we interview somebody, somebody's love of what they do always. Yeah. I'm always like, wow, that's so fascinating. So now I'm like, whoa. And I already like the fool archetype. It's like one of my favorite archetypes. Yeah. So now I'm just, but um, there's a point to the story. Oh, good. I lost it in a moment because I got excited. <laughs> it might be gone. Oh my God. No, no, no. Hold on. Everyone just, everyone just pause. Everyone stop. I can do this. What was about the performance, performance aspect and like you like the layering it. Dollification. Yeah, yeah. Um, the clown that I made kind of looked like a doll a little bit. There's a little yeah. bit of a doll-like aspect. And it got me thinking, I'm like, there is a amazing cross-section between dollification oh. and clowns. And so you mentioning clownification, just put it all together for me. Yeah. And now I know all, that is- a, That's what we're doing. It's an amazing Venn diagram moment of two kinks yeah. colliding. <laughs> Very tie cool. somebody down with animal balloons and, and start putting makeup on them. Oh my oh gosh, my God. that's amazing. amazing. And you can either, and you could take that two different ways you, or multiple ways, but you can either do a good job on them to where they look good 
or you can just mess it up. He's and you horrible. and you take someone who's who's very proper and and generally does very nice makeup stuff and you mess it up and it just really messes with them. And this yep. is where the sadistic side of bubbles will come in and True do torture. stuff like that. Or and then do... and then threaten to cut after you've done that. I was just thinking like do their makeup as a clown and then do stuff that makes them cry and then smear mm -hmm. the makeup down. You know, face. this yeah. also always happens in interviews <laughs> where you start talking to the top that we're interviewing and you come up with some 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 shit. It's fun. Why yes. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will I'm gonna also gonna out you. So before Unger moved, I was very honored because he gifted me no one of his no. rubber chickens. No, <gasps> it's not been used yet. Eat it. I refuse. Hit it from me. You know where it is. No, I don't. I've told you where it is. Well, then I forgot because I don't know where it that is. That is not my fault that you forgot. <laughs> where where is the... it? Yeah, where is it? It's in the closet behind us. There's a closet. Back Seriously? There. Yeah, it's in the closet <laughs> and it's inside the red bag. Oh, okay. No, Unger, I, I did not is. steal your present. I hid it politely in a place where she to could make it another it. present. Yeah. <laughs> now, why did you hide it? Because I don't want to get hit with a chicken toy. <laughs> and I knew I'd be the target. Uh, well, maybe I should pull it. I, I have other play partners now. So, you know, maybe you should give it back. I can't take it. I, I told you a while ago where it was. <laughs> anyway. So Sorry, yes, Unger. It's not personal. <laughs> it just, it, and that oddly reminded me that I've got to finish another toy I've been working on. Is it also a is? chicken? No, it's ducks. It's, it's rubber duckies. <laughs> That's sweet. Wait, is it like, what, what are you doing with them? I'm imagining I'm, I'm, I'm like the end of a flogger, but I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. it's like a, 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 a rubber ducky mace or flail. I would add a nine. I would consent to being hit with a rubber ducky mace well, because that's pretty cool. So, and, and everything I do is a stupid pun or joke. And, and I fully admit to this. <laughs> uh, or a stupid reference to something that I loved as a kid. Um, you guys, I don't know if you remember Mr. Money, my paddle with the bunny. I've had Mr. Money for a long time. Um and it's the only time that I went and actually bought like one of the Michaels paddles, like sorority paddles, but I can wield it fine. So I'm not worried. Right. Um, and I took a rabbit dog toy that was flat, but had squeakers and the hands and feet and notes. But I did more like Shibari style tying with a um, uh, yellow and pink mason line onto this paddle of this rabbit. Um, and I... To put some grip on for a handle so basically i can hit you with wood side or i can hit you with the soft padded side that is the rabbit that came about from another costume i did also a obscure reference <laughs> uh if you're familiar with nightmare before christmas yes there is a character called behemoth yep the one with the big bald head that uh is like he looks kind of like a frankenstein monster a little bit and he's he got has a big two lines in the whole movie one of them is bunny and I was going as that for Halloween, so I made Mr. Bunny. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Oh, my god! To turn this so down cool. to what I'm making now, I grew up watching Looney Tunes cartoons, so I can sit there and mm -hmm. hit somebody with both of these items and go, duck season, wabbit season, duck season, <laughs> wabbit season. Yes. This is amazing. Honestly, like, I'm actually surprised that you and Miss Jen either haven't topped together or, like, she hasn't been, like, cheering you on for every scene you've ever done. Well, most of the time that I've known Unger, I was a bottomer S type too. You know, so. Or you were very busy with running the event where I was well, doing yeah. the taster. <laughs> There's also that. It just <laughs> it's like the perfect brand of topping for her, to be real. Yeah. 
but no, but Jen, Jen came over and, and after we started with the electricity was messing with you and I, we were doing the don't put your arm or uh, um, was it don't move your arm? Thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Stop moving your arm. Don't move your arm. Yeah, and you can't. Exactly. I love it. I love it. So. Uh, um, well, I really hope you, you can come out to something in December. That would be fantastic. Um, I wanted to rapid fire really fast on the end of this episode, our favorite clowns really fast and media ready, set, go, you go. And then I'll go. And then you go, ready, set, Andrew, go. I have too many. You have to pick one. I can't pick one. Just say a name of a clown. Art. Okay. I'll say the it clown, Pennywise. Now you go. I don't know his name. The one on American Horror Story is really freaky. Oh, twisty. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, if you, okay, so if you want to go with like scary clown, Stitches. We should say Fisty because we know him and and he's a favorite clown too. Yeah. <laughs> I like the clown from um Little Nemo in Slumberland. Little Nemo? Yeah, it's this like old cartoon <laughs> oh, from I the thought 90s. Oh, I Finding Nemo. <laughs> Little <really> Nemo. <laughs> he's actually my, probably my, he was my first clown that I loved because he is technically a clown. Flip is the name of the clown. His name is Flip. All right. All the clowns. <laughs> We've said some clowns. Who, who, basically to the audience, do you have a favorite clown or a most terrifying clown? I mean, most people like the Joker and Harlequin and both of those uh-huh. people are clowns. Oh, basically. yeah. Yeah. Very mainstream clowns, the That's Joker true. and, and Harlequin. True. Yeah. All right. Well, this was, this was fun. By the way, I have a friend who's actually in clown school. Just nice. saying Thank you so much, Unger, for Anytime. being here on a My Sunday. Pleasure. I don't know when listeners are here. Well, listeners are going to hear this. It goes out on Wednesdays, but um, really appreciate it. And this was a really fun interview. Um, it's also just really good to see your face. Not that the you listeners too. will see your face, but we yeah. got to see your face. So um, it's good to see we you really appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you in a couple of months. Yeah. yeah, hopefully I'll, we can get out to something in December. And then this is just us, your friendly neighborhood kinksters, reminding you to have a happy Halloween and to face your fears, but maybe not with street clowns. Maybe leave those alone. Um, and no, we will fine. talk. We're Oops, sorry, younger. <laughs> so, I said, we're friendly. Come on. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. You roll the dice every time you walk up to a street clown. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time here on K is for Kinky. Bye, precious kinklings. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we really hope you enjoyed this episode of Case for Kinky. As per usual, we would not be the podcast that we are without our amazing team. So, of course, we want to shout out Tussled, Sid, and Lena. And lest we forget, we want to make sure to mention our amazing Call Me Kinklings. That's right. We're talking about Pudding and Jenny. Thank you so much to both of you. For just a low, low price of $1, you can help support our brand. You can help support our podcast. Or if you don't have the extra money to spare, which totally understand that, uh, consider giving us a five-star review because that really, really helps us out. It gets us um, better coverage, better, we, we get to be seen better. We appreciate you all so much. And until next time, have a happy Halloween season and be well, precious kinklings.